Seems like it's on. Can you check whether it's right uh, on your camera or on your phone? Make sure it's all right. Mangalam Guru Devaya Devya Matriksha Mangala Mangalam Bhakta Brindebyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarvadharma Sarupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Sarashiva Samarambam Shankarachara Majamam Ashmarachara Prayantam Vande Gurum Paramparam Om Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Devo Param Brahman Tasmai Sri Guru Vedama yeah, I'm all picking up where we are last week. What were we talking about last week? Hmm. Pancha, the five deities, the Pancha Yajna Puja, the worship of the five deities. Because uh, uh, in the where we are in the Puja, we've we've done all the purification. Oh, sorry, we should bring up the topic, fill online. We're going through the uh, uh, kind of a bird's eye view, not so bird's eye, we're a little bit landing here and there, not just flying over it anymore. <laughs> what, started out, uh, what started out as a, uh, as a maybe a one or two week talk on Kali Puja has been, this is now volume 14 or 13, <laughs> we'll probably continue a little bit more, which is good, we haven't really, actually I've, 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 taught people puja over many many hours individually but this is a very nice way to and i went i wish that was recorded that could be <laughs> we forget these things you know so it's nice that this type of view is being recorded um so we've talked about so many things all the all the preliminary stages the purifications uh, so many things and we finally got to the beginning of actual puja but it's not the actual kali puja yet and we did a preliminary puja uh called devata puja and in many uh, schools, we mentioned last week, they often just do they we, often they worship Ganesha and then the deity, right? Or Guru and then the deity, depends on the tradition. Very often, like if you're doing Lakshmi Puja, you do Ganesha Puja and then you do Lakshmi Puja, right? But in our tradition, it's based coming down in the Tantra. It's mentioned in Tantra Shastra and in the, in the Shankara tradition. They worship specifically before any whatever deity you worship, you always worship the Panch Devatas. Panchayajana Puja we talked last week quite and elaborately and these are first we, we do Guru Puja first and then, then Ganesha, Surya, uh, uh, Narayan, Shiva and Devi these, and we also mentioned last week and how these are worshipped together in, especially in South Indian tradition where they put the, the five on one asan 
and according to the one you put in the center, it is a, that's, that's where we get the word ishta means the one in the center, the one you choose, the one you uh, to be in the center, uh, according to the tradition. And we mentioned last week, this this is one of the backgrounds of, of uh, when, we, when we say about Hinduism in general, Hinduism is very liberal or very open-minded or very, what's the word we use, um, pluralistic. It comes from this tradition of worship of the five deities. That was the first... I think conscious attempt to bring competing uh, sects together: Ganapatyas, the Sauryas, the Vaishnavas, Shaktas, and the Shaivites. And with the idea that there's the supreme, the supreme, the the full aspect of the deity can never be fully known. It's avyakta, it's arupa, it's beyond, beyond, beyond. Can't say it doesn't have a form or does have a name. It's beyond our conceptions of name and form, right? And the names that are attributed, or that it reveals itself, these are the, the main uh, uh, sects of Hinduism, and then the main uh, the way we worship. Well, w- w- that famous line we we mentioned quite a bit last time is that truth is one sage. It's called it by various names. This is what it's meant, right? The truth is beyond. It is there's one truth, but it manifests differently. It's realized differently, and it's addressed differently. And last week we also mentioned it's not just that oh there's these different names for the one truth. There's also the different deities are different deities. It's that one truth manifesting in different ways. So it's not like 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 worship Ganesha is not the same as worshiping Shiva, right? You know, although it's the same being ultimately is being worshipped. The, the the absolute aspect is one and the same. But you you know, in like in, in a very different aspect, you know, you and him are not that different, but you're very different, right? At the one aspect you're the same, but at the very at the practical aspect you're very different. So the the the, in, the invocation in the in the in the in the Kali Puja, and actually this is probably 90% of Tantric Puja is done this way. Uh, these five deities are always worshipped first, being inherited from the Panchdevata tradition, uh, 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 the Smarta tradition, but it's developed as it's. I mean, there's one. It's my, my too many things in my head. It's all this I, all the information is coming to me. I want to speak all the, at the same time. There's one s- small. Um, in a Ramakrishna Mission puja book, not published, it's a, like a workbook that the priests use in the Ramakrishna Mission. I think I may have seen a copy, Swami Hari Namananda in San Diego maybe showed me a copy that he had. I don't think it's available, or if it's available, I don't, I don't know how to get it. Uh, but in it, it mentions, there's an introduction where it goes through, when it gets to this point, the part of the puja is after purification, is pleasing these deities, right? That that these forms, these are the primary, most important uh, forms of divinity. That they're invoked, they're pleased, they're fed, they're decorated. With their blessings, we move to the next step. It's not just oh, there's one truth. I mean, that we gave yesterday, last week we gave a kind of philosophical background, but the practical background, we should think actually, no, no, it's not like I'm just worshiping or ca- calling the same truth by different names. No, I, I want to please Ganesha. I want to invoke Ganesha and please Ganesha. I want to invoke Narayan and please Narayana. I want to invoke Devi and please Devi, and get her blessings. Get their blessings, right? All of them are necessary. These are ne- these are the necess- These their blessings are necessary. Their presence is necessary. Um, when I was first uh, instructed in puja many many years ago, 25 years ago, something like that, 20, more than that actually, um, I was I was told actually that that uh, uh, who are you to worship? Not trying to be aggressive, you know, or insulting, but you know, we, you know, you have to be perfectly pure to worship the pure, right? Of course, we try, you know, we like, 
But actually, we, the mood is we're, we're, we're in the presence of the gurus, we're in the presence of the saints. We assist our guru in puja, right? And, and, uh, and we want their, with the divine being's blessings, we can, it's their blessings that allow us to do puja. It's not like we can do it. Their blessings are allowing us to do it. But them seeing us making the proper effort to do it, to do it properly, pleases them. Anyway, this in circles, talking in circles this evening. But what did we finish last week? We did Ganesha and Surya. We gave their pujas. And so the next one, in after Ganesha and Surya, and Surya includes also the Navagraha. We talked a little bit about that. So now Narayana Puja. Narayana Puja is very important. Actually, without Narayana Puja, <coughs> Kali Puja is not possible. Actually, the very first... Actually, in this book, it starts as Ganeshri Guru Vyona Mahariyam But in many books, it starts as Sarva Mangala Mangalyam Varinyam Varadamsham. It starts with, O Lord Narayana, right? And Namo Vishnu, Namo Vishnu, even these archivists. We, in the Shakti versions of it, there's, they can replace those with, with pure Shakti mantras. But the most common thing is it always starts with Narayana. Narayana is, because Narayana is the foundation. It's the, it's Sattvaguna, it's the, it's the supporting Shakti. Stristi stiti vinashanam in, in the Chandi it says Stristi stiti, the one that supports. And so he's also invoked. And in, 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 uh, we can't say required, not everybody has, but in temples always is the nine Shila, Shalagam Shila. So we had, even if he's not, if, if you have a Shivalingam, if you have a water pot, he's invoked into the, into the water pot, into the Kalasham, he's invoked into a Yantra, he's invoked into the, even a Shivalingam. Shivalingam has all, especially called a, what's called, this form of this egg form of Shivalingam called a Banalingam, especially if they come from Narmada. It's considered to have, you can worship Narayana, Durga, Devi, Guru, Ganesha, everything in the Shivalingam. Same with Shalagram. Shalagram mentions in the Padma Purana that all devatas are in the Shalagram. Of course, Shivalingam is Shiva, and the Shalagram is Vishnu, Narayana. But in the, in the thousand names of Kali, it says, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, what is it? Shalagram Mani Vasanye Namaha. She who exists in the jewel of the Shalagram. Right? So even Kali is worshipping the Shalagram. Right? So everyone's worshipping the Shalagram. Of course, Narayan is worshipping the Shalagram. But once again, as we mentioned it last week, these mantras show that Ganesha is Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, and Brahman. That uh, Surya has been shown to be Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, and Brahman. Right? Narayana is shown to be Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, and Brahman. So all everything is included. But still, he has his very unique form. And so. In the puja, we hold just like we did in the other ones. We put a flower in the in the Kuma mudra as a meditation. mandala madhyavarti. There's many mantras for uh, for Vishnu puja. This is not the most common. There's one, even I don't know it, but it's the most common one. If you like, when in, if you go to Satnarayan puja, when the priest starts and everyone chants it, right? It's a very common. You know that mantra. Uh, um, If I start the first one, I bet you even you recognize it. it's a very very common. It's the most famous, but this is not that. This is this is given in the Tantra Sada, Tantra Shastra. Dhyayatrasavitri Mandala Madhyavarti. We always meditate upon that Supreme Lord Narayana, seated upon in a lotus within the circle of the sun. So in the last month, it also mentioned Surya that sits in a red flower, a hibiscus in the sun. So this is also associating. Narayana with Surya. So we have a name, Surya Narayan. Right? There's Satya Narayan, Surya Narayan, Swami Narayan, Lakshmi Narayan, Hari Narayan, Badri Narayan. There's even songs like Hari Narayan, you know, they, we, we, we like that. So Surya Narayan is a very important one. We worship Narayan in the, in the city in the center of the sun. 
Right, this is his form. And I just stared at the sun, now I can't see his form <laughs> or the mantra. That was a mistake. Seated on the lotus within the uh, circle of the sun, wearing a crown, golden earring, armlets on his golden complexion body. He is captivating. Hari Dritta Shanka Shakraha. Where holding conscientious. So this is just a very simple describing a classic form. He holds the conscientious. Other mantras describe him holding a, uh, a, 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 a lotus and a what's that a gada? What's gada? Club. Club. This is a very common dhyan uh, mantra, right? And then with the dhyan with the uh, uh, the what's it called the um, Gayatri Mantra, Narayanaya Vidmahe Vasudevaya Dimahi, Tano Vishnu Prachorya, our flower is offered. So we're meditating upon, although we meditate and sit in the heart, the mantra says we meditate upon him seated in the sun. Right? So there's, that's how it, everything is in the heart. We meditate. And then that feeling that the presence of the, of the Lord is in the heart that we've worshipped and visualized in meditation, we now pr- bring it from the inside out. And this is a common theme in puja. We do every, all the pujas that are done externally are first done internally, right? The more elaborate the puja, the more like when we get to the kali puja part, where we have a 16-item worship or 10-item, it's all visualized, right? You, uh, we'll get there. I don't, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that eventually, in winter time, we'll finally get the kali puja. Maybe by kali puja, we'll get the kali puja. That'd be very nice. Hmm? Either, yeah, but 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 that's true. So it's called it's called uh, a manasa puja. You visualize the deed in the heart. You visualize all the offerings you do exter- internally, then you do externally. So the idea that that actually your own consciousness within the very depths of the heart is where it's meditating. Your own consciousness is the one that takes the form of the of the deity, or the deity takes the form of your own consciousness. But puja is not about closing your eyes, right? That's called meditation, not puja. Right. You know, puja is you want to express, you want to love, you want to have a, a relationship. You know, you want to you want to open your eyes and you want to see God. You can't say close your eyes and see God. It's not. I mean, we say that language all the time. You close your eyes and see God. You know, but you open. You want to see. The, so the one that's visualized inside is then can't say visual is outside because he is outside. She is outside. Right. We have the we have the the deity. We have pictures. We have shalagram. We have shivalingam, yantras, murtis. Right, uh, and of course, if we really see what's really happening, I can't say like, oh, like if you go inside, you come, you can go, go see Ma. Everybody, have you go? Please go, go, go see, go see Kali. Of course, she's there, right? But if you really saw her, <laughs> you know, maybe you wouldn't <laughs> be finished. You know, bus hogya, you know, what I mean? <laughs> right? But you are really seeing her, right? You know, but so. How to make that? Uh, in Swami Ambika, we wrote an article many years ago on Kali Puja. He had a very nice line. We talk, uh, the theme of the article was you don't have to be a saint to see God, right? Because Puja allows you to see anybody can see anybody can go to a temple and see God, right? You know, it's like but you know we go we see a statue. It's like oh that's that's Krishna or that's Kali, right? It's like and then but a saint looks at the statue and sees something different, right? Uh, so and and the line I think that you helped is that 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 uh, your vision changes over. It's like our physical vision goes down as we get older. Hopefully, our spiritual vision will get clearer and clearer as you progress in spiritual life. We get to see what we do. So you can a saint looks at the deity and sees God. We look at the deity and we see God, but not very, not fully yet, right? But also, I mean, we see this world and we see a world. Right, the saints look at this world and they also see God. I remember Sargam made a comment, uh, 
Sargam Shah in Berkeley, wonderful devotee. Says I want to. She mentioned one saint. Said I I want I want to see the world the way she sees the world, just for a second, look through her eyes. You know, it's like we I see, she sees and I see, right? But what does she see? You know, it's like you know, what do I see? (laughs) You know, so this is the secret. How to? So one of the ways we do we, we we have inside. We then can't say project, but we bring it out. Because actually, this whole world, we're also projecting it in a certain sense, right? This world, uh, we create a world out of our own consciousness, right? With a very uh, tiny bit of information, stimulus from outside, we, we generate the whole thing and create a, a world and, re- and then relate to it. So we can do that spiritually too. So by taking, and so I remember Swami Shivatmananda from the Shinmai um, Mission, he gave a talk years ago, and he said, these dhyan mantras are like tattooing the mind. Right, your 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 chitta takes on the form when you think of something. When you sp- if you think, I mean, if you think of think of Ambikananda, immediately the image of Ambikananda comes. What happens? That means your your chitta, your consciousness, your mind takes on the form of name and form of Ambikananda. You'd be very auspicious if you if your mind could take on. I've been trying <laughs> to take on his form, you know. But you think of him, you, you, your mind takes on that form. You can visualize. Even if you open your eyes, your mind's taking the form. When you see him with your open eyes, you're you're not. I mean, what what you, a few few details uh, hitting your retina and your brain's creating ambikananda right would you know but you know so that's but so that you, we we create the world we see by information by the whatever information we got and more information you create a clearer and clearer picture hopefully right these dhyan mantras are very ancient very clear subtle information right these the the uh, the, the the images the, the descriptions the, uh, the, the even the sound of the mantra they're not just visible visual Forms or audio forms, they're uh, sound files. Use, uh, and so, so you 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 can by visualizing your 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 chitta takes on that con- that form, right? And so when you see what you can see with closed eyes, then hopefully you can see it with open eyes, you know, and visualize it. So in the in the in our, this book is our daily puja here. So here we we take a shal- we take our sh- we have many shalograms here. Uh, probably on the property we probably have 30 or 35 shalograms, something like that. Something I don't know. Through all the kutir, hidden in all the kutirs, <laughs> secretly being worshipped. <coughs> but we have a pratimashila, a primary shalogram, the first one that came. Very small, cute damadar uh, uh, shila, right? And in the in the uh, Padma Purana and the Devi Bhagavatam also it mentions the sizes. There's so many different uh, ways to um, uh, uh, recognize, uh, like the markings on the shila with the deity of the shila, the size of the shila, the color of the shila, like this. Uh, uh, but specifically, it describes that one the size of an amlaki fruit. Amlaki is betel nut, I guess. Beetle, I guess be betel nut, like a betel nut, like that. That's the size. That's because most suspicious. Right, and so we have so many. We I like we like the big ones. You can decorate and all these wonderful things. But actually, these small shalograms uh, uh, and they have certain markings. Are the, the first one that came has a beautiful chakra on his head, and the chakra that's created his mouth, very beautiful. So he has a little very nice mouth. And that one we it, it, when it first came, it was donated uh, by a wonderful devotee named Padma, an old Vedanta Society devotee from back in the day. And she, in Vrindavan, somebody gave her, in Varanasi, somebody gave her a shalagram and a little, small, very ancient uh, Shivalingam. 
right? And still those are the, in our pancha puja that we do there, that Shalagram and that Shiva Lingam are, are daily worshipped, right? And they came together. And actually, for many years, every time somebody would bring a Shalagram to donate to the temple, it would always come with a Shiva Lingam. That there would be some Leela where they would always come together. Now they, they, they're, they're, they're both well established here. But, but very, very beautiful, and he's a very, very peculiar personality. Now he's grown up a little bit. When he first came 25 years ago, he was very... Uh, this is, you have to be careful that we're talking <laughs> crazy now. <laughs> we start talking to, you know, this little rock, I'll tell you what this little rock did. <laughs> now we're talking a little crazy. <laughs> anyway, what to do? We're all a little crazy. Uh, uh, so Damodar is a very naughty form of Krishna, right? So that's so he has this personality, and we were told when, when the Shalagram came, you need Tulsi, and that time Usha lived in a one-bedroom apartment in downtown near the Hare Krishna temple, and she didn't have Tulsi. She wasn't going to grow Tulsi. We didn't know how to do it like that. Now we have so much Tulsi by God's grace, by her grace, um, and so what we're doing, we went to uh, there was one wonderful devotee at. Every time somebody first time go to their home for a kirtan program, they give a silver tulsi leaf. And tulsi has a quality that you can you can if you have one tulsi leaf, you can offer it again and again, right? You can wash it and reoffer it, right? That's one thing. The other things once you offer it, it can't be reoffered. Can't even touch anything that's been, you know. It, there's it has this idea, but tulsi is so pure, and bivla uh, uh, the shiva leaf is the same way. You can wash and reoffer, because it is so pure, right? But it's also tulsi is so pure that if you have a a, a a, sil- a metal tulsi leaf, something that looks like a tulsi leaf, right? You can offer it as with the mantra for tulsi, right? And tulsi is so proof. I've seen this actually when, when um, uh, not Haridanji, but the other priest that came, uh, Debuda, one of the Dakshinishwar priests, remember Debuda, we brought a second priest from Dakshinishwar after when Haridanji uh, left his body. Um, and we went to a home to do puja, and it came time to do, and they didn't have tulsi. Not everybody has, not every Indian family has Tulsi. So I was wondering what to do. I, thought, I, I was freaking out, I should have brought Tulsi, I should have arranged it, you know, because we're arranging the puja for him. But he just takes some flowers, right, and then he puts them a little thing, and then he, he goes, Tulsi, 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 and he sprinkles water on them, and then offers them. Like, going, oh, I didn't know that was, <laughs> I didn't know you can do that. You can say Tulsi and make it Tulsi. Right, that, that thing. Because also, what's, it's, he's creating it with the mind also, he's taking that form. Right. But anyway, so with this idea that we didn't have Tulsi and you need Tulsi for Shalagam Puja, we had this little silver Tulsi leaf, and so she'd wash it every day and then re- and re-offer it to him. That was the idea we'd offer like that. And so she tried that one time, right, and we offered to him. The next morning, she said she looked at, she looked at him and, she, and then we paint, we paint him with uh, uh, sandalwood paste, a little smiley face. Right. It's always good if you can make God happy by painting a smile on him and make him happy, <laughs> literally make him happy. Right. And she looks at him and, and he's like, this is where we're talking crazy now. You know, it's like, he's looking very upset. And she's looking like, what, what happened to you? Right. What are you, what's, what's wrong? You know, <laughs> that simple relationship with, with, with the deity. And she just looks at him and then she goes to, to, to go pick him up, washes her hands to go pick up the shalagam and see what's wrong. Right. And the way she tells the story, I don't know if she, if she touched it or, or before she even touched him, the Tulsi leaf, he threw the Tulsi leaf. This is what the idea, right? Right. The Tulsi leaf flew off of him, either when she moved him or like this, and hit, it, hit her on the forehead, right? And then fell into the offering bowl in the water, right? So he threw, he threw his Tulsi leaf. And then she realized, whatever this means, <laughs> like he doesn't want silver Tulsi leaf. He wants a real Tulsi leaf. So then we go begging at the Hare Krishna temple for Tulsi to get five, six leaves every, every week. We could have one leaf to offer him. Tulsi is a very, very, uh, uh, 
So that's, like I said, this is crazy talk. When you start talking about a rock that throws tulsi leaves at you. <laughs> because he's a, he's a small uh, and, and naughty boy, right? So now over the years, and also then, I mean, whether it's in the mind or it's in the, or in the heart of, of, of Narayan, it's hard to say whether those are two different things, I don't know. But um, uh, uh, when other shallow grounds began to come, we had to be really careful. The little boys don't like competition. Right? And there's some rules also in the scripture that mention you can have you can have one shalogram or two shalograms and, and all the other ones have to be in, in, in even even numbers, you can't have odd numbers, you know, there's different things. So there may be some energetic scriptural principle at work. But he didn't he wasn't happy. Right? So bit by we have to give a lot of attention, you know <laughs> and not give so much attention to the other shalograms. Now I think it's the you know, the other shalograms are on on the other altar. And he doesn't seem to mind so much anymore. As like I said, he's grown. He's it was a, a phase that he went through, right? <clears throat> and this is the beautiful th- actually. This is the beautiful thing. Of the, this is uh, when when you of course in the other forms of puja, we're just descriptions of puja. We, we offer incense, we offer light, we offer flower, we offer leaves. But this idea of, of treating it as a small boy and having the small boy interact, when in one sense, it's a rock. Right, you know, it's like, but is it, it's not just a rock. It's, it's got, but the thing is this, I mean, you could say, what about this world the same way? I mean, this world is, I mean, in, 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 um, in, we just were reading this the other day, in, in, in the, the last, this is gonna, I'm going to get in trouble with from, from Edie because it's been now a year and a half, I think, since we, did, we no, since we talked on, on Krishna Leela. <laughs> you know, it's been over, I think, two years since we've done the, the we, we're in the middle of Brahma's prayers, right? Brahma stole the cows and bull and, 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 and cowherd boys, and, and, and Krishna created like this. But in, in that line, there's a line that I was reading the other day, studying this one line. Uh, and it gives her different reasons why Krishna became uh, the cows and the, the, the calves and the, and the cowherd boys. And there's many reasons given, but the, to me, the most significant one, it's also beautiful in Sanskrit, to prove the, the Vedic verse correct. And the Vedic verse was Sarvam Vishnu Mayam Jagat. Right? This is the, is the, Krishna became all this to prove this verse correct, which is actually the, ver, the, the verse is uh, 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 Sarvam Vishnu Mayam Jagat. In the Bible time, it only mentions Sarvam Vishnu Mayam. It doesn't mention the Jagat, but it's it just it doesn't say the whole verse. You know, even that's not the full verse. It's part of a longer verse, but that everything is full of only Vishnu. This is the the, the mantra, right? Right. So he's beca- he so he be- he became so it the mantra isn't the cows and cowherd boys are only Vishnu. It says every actually the whole world everything in this world is only Vishnu. That's what the mantra says. In order to show how that's true. Right, that he became the cows and, and the cows and cowherd boys. Right. In so there, in that, in this story, he directly became, right. But even indirectly, he's directly all cows and all cowherd. He's also he's become that month that it says that he's become everything. Everything is only Vishnu. It's only it's only him. So we don't. The problem is we don't we don't see this. When you start seeing this way, it becomes it can become extreme. It can become extremely impersonal. Everything is God, and you leave it at that, right? Or it could become extremely dynamic, right? You know, like a very naughty, the little rock that became a naughty boy that now threw his tulsi leaf at Usha because he didn't want a metal leaf anymore, right? We, 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 so that, that's a beautiful thing is like we, some saints, they have this relationship towards everything, 
you know, we may have a relationship towards a deity or a picture or, 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 or something like this, you know. Um, I've told the story, like we have this, also on the shrine we have this Lala Gopal, baby Gopal. And if you were here on Janmasmi, you got to swing, you got to swing him, as I bathe him and swing him. Very sweet. And we have, at Takshinishwar, they have Lala, uh, they have um, baby Ram in the temple. You know, it's a very common to have the, the, this form of, uh, and actually Usha's had this baby Krishna probably 35 years, so it's a very old deity for us. Uh, um, and we, you know, on Daksha, and we, 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 every day we decorate him and give him tulsi and give him flowers like that. But there's some people that take this, the, they call it seva puja, the worship of, the, of, 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 of baby Krishna tremendously, right? And, and uh, uh, the same uh, Sargam, uh, Sargam Shah we mentioned, who wants to see the world like one particular saint, she knows. Um, she has a friend who is a great worshiper of baby Krishna, Vaishnava, a very strong, very strong lady. And uh, from a traditional Vaishnava family, from uh, from uh, and she worships baby Krishna, and, and anybody who knows her gets a baby Krishna. She collects, she finds homes for baby Krishnas, and if you if she gives you one, she gives you the bed and the teddy bear and the and the and the, 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 you know, the whole the, everything you need to worship like that. And, and 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 we I think we were you were there. We went for kirtan. I told the story many times. We went for kirtan at their house. Right, and they had a beautiful in the living room. Had a big picture of Krishna, uh, was surrounded by the gopis, and a picture of the guru. And we sang bhajans for a couple hours. Right, but then I wanted to go see. I knew in their shrine room they must have. I've never seen her baby Krishna, and I've heard I've heard room, I've heard legends about how much how beautiful she takes care of this Krishna. And uh, she says, so I said, Mataji, can we see Lala? Can we see Lalaji? Says, oh no, Swamiji, not possible. Says why? Says you were a gro- we're grown ups. We can stay up and chant. He's a little boy, right? He went to he goes to sleep by six thirty tops. Otherwise, he's very difficult in the morning. To, you know, it's like, but you know, and part of her is goes a sparkling kind of sparkling eyes, half joking, but she's not joking. She puts him to sleep at six thirty. You know, and so another thing, this is crazy, right? It could not not create that Krishna has to go to sleep, but she has a little metal statue that she puts to sleep, right? Right, and we've had uh, uh, one lady came and brought a beautiful little dress for our our, our Krishna, our baby Krishna. It was sequins. She hand a Gujarati lady and, and hand sequins on a beautiful green. We still have it, uh, um, and because I knew that she made it by hand, that I should it be satisfy her. If I, oh, I'll put it, I'll put it in the closet and offer it next time we change Krishna. No, I knew I should put it on her, right? put it on him immediately. So immediately, you know, put it just and it's like three sizes too big, right? You know, it's way, way, way big. And I showed it as Mataji. It doesn't fit him. And without dropping a note, she said, oh, he'll, "It's okay. He'll grow into it, <laughs> right? Right?" And I and I realized she wasn't. I mean, whether she even realized what she said, maybe part of her said, oh, "It's okay, baby." You know, she knows it's a statue, so it's okay. You can give you can give children things that are too big, but part of me thinks, <laughs> without thinking, Krishna will grow into it. He's living, right? There's, as a thing with each one of these, it becomes a living relationship, you know. Oh, that's uh, uh, Shivatmananda's uh, uh, grandmother, right? That she would uh, uh, remember that Swamiji who gave that talk on the um, on the with that Finchin my mission. He came recently and gave a talk on Minakshi Sutram. Remember that that Swamiji? He his grandmother uh, told the story that every day in the morning she'd read a chapter of the Gita to baby Krishna because he had to go to school, and he explained that when you grow older. Somebody's going to ask you some very difficult questions. 
and it's her job as a good mother to give to make sure he knows what to say. He has to he has to go to school. He has to learn the Gita. So when he gets older, Arjuna's gonna ask him some very difficult questions. Uh, you know, so it's actually so sweet, actually. You know, it's like it's a, it's a very very. This is a living. So this is the way we can have a living relationship. She had a very living relationship, and uh, and and so from from like it was like from eight to nine thirty, she'd read different texts and philosophical treaties that that Krishna will need to know when he gets older. It's her job, you know. And that's and of course we've we mentioned this is the the, the of course we're talking Shalagram and, and Narayana, but with Sri Ramakrishna said that in the beginning one is conscious of God's power. Right? He described it as Durga with ten arms or eighteen arms or ten thousand arms, you know, this or like the universal form of Vishnu and the Gita, these overwhelming and that's very over like it's very, when you, if we were to see the power and majesty and, 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 and might and, 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 and reality of God, we can become very overwhelmed, right? Right. He said that's not. It's a natural response to an infinitesimal mind coming a little bit in contact with an infinite being will be over, be overwhelmed, right? But that's not love, right? There, 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 there's an, it's an, what we call what's, uh, there's a principle of awe and reverence, perhaps, you know. But he says in the beginning one sees like that, but then when 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 as your devotion and knowledge, not knowledge of the of, of the majesty, knowledge of the personality. Increases, then, the, uh, and your devotion grows. The one with infinite arms becomes with four arms, becomes with two arms, right? And then Sri Ramakrishna uses this as an example. Then it becomes not even not just a, with two arms, but a small baby, right? Usually we kneel in front of a baby, uh, we kneel in front of God praying, right? But we have to. But uh, what can you pray for a baby? To a baby, you have to serve a baby. You know, the, the thing about Seva Puja to Lala Gopal, if you don't feed him, he doesn't eat. Right, you know, Ma. If you don't feed her, she's eating that through ten thousand mouths. Right, <laughs> you know, we, we 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 have verses like that. She eats every this every every fi, every stomach is she's eating every though through birth and death is her digestion. You know, we we have the cosmic that we don't have to feed. We do that. It maybe it's for our benefit to inter, inter, interchange with these divine energies through through yagya. But when you when you we're taking care of a deity intimately like this, it becomes a very different thing. Right. Right. <clears throat> Love becomes the prim- primary uh, sentiment. Right. But anyways, <coughs> Narayan. Back to Narayan. So he's offered, uh, so after the, uh, internal meditation, then bringing, feeling the energy, feeling the, the uh, deity externally, either in the image, in the image that's in front of you, the Shalogam like this, um, um, or the Ghatam, or even if you just have um, uh, like an offering bowl that that becomes the asana, right? He's invoked in into the offering bowl and then bathe like that. Even if you don't have an image to bathe, you can pour water into a bowl and imagine it being bathed. You know. And it, in the same same items, esha gandaha idam sachana pushpam. Ganda means perfume. Sachana pushpam flower with sandalwood paste. And here, then Tulsi is also added. For Shalagam, Tulsi is always added. Or for Narayan, Tulsi is added. And the mantra, Iram Satchandana Tulsi Patram, with, with a Tulsi leaf touched with sandalwood paste. Right. And then another mantra, this is only done... There's certain yagyas with this mantra is done. It's an important mantra, but this is done specifically only when offering Tulsi leaves to Narayana. Namo Om Namaste Bahurupaya Vishnave Paramatmane Swaha. This mantra is always... When when Tulsi's uh, uh, Tantra Shastra says that when Tulsi is offered, this mantra is always given. 
Om Namaste Bahurupaya Vishnabe Paramatmane Swaha and then the, whatever the Mulamantam Namo Narayana or like that, Sri Vishnabe Namaha. Om Namaste Bahurupaya. Bahurupaya, he who has. Many, yeah, Bahu, who has who's, um, uh, uh, unlimited forms, right? So many, so many forms, right? So that's an important thing is that, that even if you're, if you're worshiping, you're thinking, oh, this is for baby Krishna, or this is for Lord Vishnu, or this is for uh, 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 Lord Ram, like this. But actually, the one being worshipped is in many, of course, Vishnu has many, many forms, right? Many incarnations, many forms, right? But it's also the one who's every form. Remember, this uh, Sarvam... Vishnu Mayam Jagat, right? The one who's everywhere, who the one who's has infinite form, who who's every form, and who takes many many forms. Upaya Vishnuve Paramatmani Namaha, and this is and who is the supreme soul, the Paramatma, right? The soul of all beings. Paramatmani Namaha Namo Eshadupaha, Eshadipaha, and then offering a food, and then his pranamant. Oh, then then his shaktis. So when we get to. Uh, uh, um, Although Surya may have Shaktis, but they're not individually worshipped, and Ganesha also has wives, although usually we don't imagine wives of Ganesha, we think of Ganesha as Brahmachari, but he has primary Shaktis, uh, and they're in elaborate pujas, but in daily puja they're not worshipped. But for Vishnu, he's always worshipped along with his Shakti. And of course we know the prime, we, look, Vishnu comes with Lakshmi. Right and or like of course we have Radha and Krishna and or Rukmini Krishna or Sita and Rama but Vishnu it's always Lakshmi, but actually Vishnu is described as having different wives. So a common there's two he's often seen with two wives. One is Lakshmi and the other is, remember, Budevi. Budevi is the earth, right? So that's a common. If you go to a South Indian temple, very often you'll see on one side you have Budevi, on the other side you have Lakshmi Devi. Mm. Other way around like this. <coughs> Hmm? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so, and there's a story that we're, we're uh, uh, there's many way reasons why 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 Budevi is the earth is the, is the spouse or the wife of um, Shakti of Vishnu. Of course, he is the Dharana Shakti. He's the support. So she is that aspect of support, right? And so and all the, another aspect. So in material support is the earth itself, the earth element. And more subtle support is Lakshmi. These are what, so these are two shaktis of his supporting shakti, right? And there's a story where Varaha lifts up the earth, and, you know, becomes anybody who carries a, the wife is become like there's stories like that. But in in the puja we do here, we don't actually worship Budevi, right? So here is an unusual thing. Usually, so we worship Lakshmi and Saraswati, and usually you think Saraswati in the normal popular Hinduism, Saraswati is she's I can't say I mean she's connected to Brahma. Right, uh, often, Bageshwara, Bageshwari, but here there's 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 stories behind it also. But this is the thing is that this is either his two main shaktis being worshipped are, um, are are Lakshmi Devi, this auspiciousness and prosperity and health and like that, and Saraswati, which is ref, uh, refined. These are sattvic. Both of these are sattvic deities. Right, Vishnu is sattva is a lord of sattvaguna, so that of refined consciousness of mantra. Of knowledge, of of of, of, of um, uh, refined consciousness. So, etaganda pushpeyom shreem lakshmi devi edama etaganda pushpeyom aim saraswatye namaha. Right, and then his pranam. There's many pranam buttons. This one is a very beautiful one. Om trail am trailikya putitam sriman. Trailok trailok trailokya putita sriman. One who is worshipped by the three worlds. 
you're worshipped by everyone. Sada Vijaya Varunaha, and who grants all, who always who's always victory, and who grants Shanti Kuru Garapa, and who grants peacefulness. Right, the one who's always victorious and who grants peacefulness. Right, Gada Pane, who holds the Gada, the club mentioned. Narayana Namosite, we bow to Lat Nor Narayana. And then the famous mantra for Lord Krishna is also used Om Namo Brahmaya Devaya, Go Brahmanaya Hitayacha, Jagatitaya Krishnaya, Govindaya Namo Namaha. We bow to Namo Brahmanya Devaya, right? the deity of the Brahmanas. Right? This is, uh, and of course, there's Brahman, not every Brahman is worships Vishnu, and not, not all those who worship Vishnu are Brahmanas. But there's a story, this, this mantra specifically relates to an ancient story. Uh, um, it's interesting that in common literature you don't find it, right? I first read it at UC Berkeley in a, in a, in a controversial collection of Puranic things by an edgy anti-Hindu author who's trying to show all the outrageous stuff in Hinduism. You know, I don't, don't want to mention such people's names in front of the Holy Duni, but, but, but the story is good. It's still an interesting story. Right, and and it says that in the beginning of time, uh, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, Brigumuni wanted to find out. Okay, now that the the four varnas were established, who will be the deity of the Brahmanas? There's a story for this, right? And so he goes. First, he goes, and this this is a, this is a uh, Vaishnava text, so it's given from that perspective. Uh, he goes first. He goes to Lord Brahma. And he says, "Oh, maybe he be the deity that that could be worshipped by the by the by the Brahmanas." And he, what's he? He's sitting on a raised, even more raised than my little wooden platform here. He's sitting on a lotus, right, surrounded by the four Vedas, right, and all uh, 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 um, and 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 all the uh, Pajapatis and and Rishis, everybody singing his glories in Satyaloka. He like, I mean, what type of deity is this? It's an egotistical person. Right, you know, and so he said, and so Brigamuni um, is a little bit an angry type, if you know his story. So he gives a curse to Brahma that may be no, when nobody worship you, right? And so that was a curse. And so not only the Brahmanas aren't going to worship, but no one's going to worship. And practically speaking, there's nobody who worships. There's two or three. <laughs> there's one famous temple. Where is it? That um, at um, uh, Pushkar in 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 in, in um, near Jayap, uh uh, Rajasthan, in Rajasthan, that's where the famous uh, that's where the famous um, um, uh, uh, camel camel mela is there, right? Very famous, but it's also famous for the temple to Lord Brahma. In Bali, there's temples. He still worshipped in Bali. The curse they didn't hear about the curse, you know. <laughs> there's a lot of famous, uh, but actually in ancient time there there is evidence of his worship was actually quite predominant, but it became. Uh, less, less so. So that's the story that he. And so then he, they went through Lord Shiva, right? And so it, this is all adults. So I can hint at the meaning of the story, right? But and so Shiva is in union with his with Parvati, and he said, "What type of?" As far as already he goes, and there's there, it smells like ganja, and there's all <laughs> kind of weird people. There's it's kind of a weird environment, and his duck, his his host. It already is not a very brahminical setting, right? And then he finds that where where is this Shiva character? Oh no, he's he's in union with his with Parvati, right? He goes, ah, what type of person is this, right? And he gives a curse, right? So I have to be careful what to say, right? Because the very thing that brings him pleasure that will fall off, and that will be the only thing that will be worshipped, 
And this is the idea of the lingam. <laughs> this is how Shiva loses in lingam. This is the story. This is a definitely a Vaishnava uh, rendition of the story, but it's there. Right? And so, as a real, people can worship Shiva, right? But the Brahmanas won't worship Shiva. He's not a very clean character, right? right? But also, what they worship only through the lingam. So, actually, a statue of Shiva has no meaning, right, in the scriptures. A statue of Shiva, we like to see, we have a statue of Shiva, right? But actually, it's not worshipped, it's decorated. The Shiva lingam is worshipped. Right, so actually, all Shiva puja has to go through the Shiva lingam. So the scripture says this is the this is a version of this like that. So then, so okay, that two down, Shiva didn't turn, turn out to be a good deity for the Brahmanas, especially for uh, uh, judgmental uh, types like like uh, Brigumuni, and um, uh, and neither did uh, 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 Brahma. So let's go to Vaikuntha, and so he gets to Vaikuntha, and what does he see? Lord Lord Vishnu is lying on the Anantashesha, right? And with a hooded like that, and his feet are being massaged by Lakshmi. And another thing, ah, again, right? Like, what type of person is so he's so he's so addicted to pleasure, and he has to, he's being waited on by women. It'd be criticism like that, you know. And he gets so by this time he gets so upset that he goes and kicks Vishnu in the chest, he goes bah, out of disgust, right? And Vishnu, because his nature is sattvic, right? And he has very he always has perfect behavior. Right, sattvic nature doesn't get easily arguments, you know, right? So immediately Vishnu goes, oh, please, I hope I did not hurt with my stone-like chest. Maybe I hurt your lotus-like feet, right, by, by, by you know, like this. And that immediately shocked him, right? And actually it says, if you see, uh, uh, I think it's Brigham, I'm not telling the story completely wrong, but one of the sim- symbols of Vishnu's chest is a, of a footprint that's considered his original footprint. My little statue of Krishna has Krishna's footprint carved into it itself, you know. Uh, that's one of the signs on the chest of you know, three, four things that are considered iconographically necessary for an image of Vishnu. And this is one of them, the, the footprint of Brigamuni. I think it's Brigamuni. I'm hoping I'm not telling the story wrong. But anyway, some ancient say pretty Brigamuni. <coughs> and so he says, oh, because because of this, I sh- you are you have such a good nature. And also you, you know, even though we abused you, you gave so much affection. You'll be the deity that the Brahmanas will worship. This is this is this one line. Brahmana, he's the deity of the Brahmanas, right? Of course, there's much encoded in this story, right? Because this is nature. This should be the behavior, the sattvic behavior, gentle behavior. This is a very refined uh, way of thinking and behaving. But the story goes, Brahma loves. I mean, uh, Vishnu loves the Brahmanas, and the Brahmanas love Vishnu. But when he kicked, when he kicked Vishnu, Lakshmi was also right there. And Lakshmi does not like people who kick <laughs> her husband, right? So actually, Lakshmi doesn't like Brahmanas, interestingly enough, right? So and so as a result, you, this is this is the, some of the stories. This is why the Brahmanas, although the most educated in traditional culture, right, and and given the most respect, the most educated, the most re, uh, like that, they're usually quite poor, right? Lakshmi doesn't like to be with them, oh. right? <laughs> Right, yeah. But because if Vishnu is there, Lakshmi is there. So the bare minimum, if Vishnu is present there, Lakshmi is also present there. But Lakshmi won't, she doesn't go, she, does, she doesn't like to stay there. You let go of Vishnu, Lakshmi immediately will, will go like that. So they don't, generally are not the, they're not the, um, um, uh, uh, they, they don't have much money for that reason. But actually, you see, nowadays, because Brahmanas in Brahminical families, or families of Brahmin lineages, because they have good education, they can, if they give up the traditional life of puja, right, the, the three jaws of a brahmana are, are chanting to the Vedas, teaching the Vedas, and performing Vedic rituals, 
right? These are there's no fourth. Uh, the Mahabharata says not there's no fourth duty. I can just give sick to each one separated, performing, chanting or having chanted, teaching and studying, uh, having pujas done and doing puja. These are the, the six. There's no seventh duty, right? But if with education and refinement like that, you can do other things, right, and make money. But then that it involves leaving. The, uh, 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 you don't have the same category anymore. We lose Nabo Brahmai Devaya Go Brahmanaya Hitayacha. He's a we- and he also is the well wisher, the the do- always doing good to the cows and the Brahmanas. He the Brahmins love love him, and he loves the Brahmanas and he loves the cows. Go Brahmanaya Hitayacha. So everybody knows so many stories. We just had John Mastami also important stories of, of uh, Krishna being a cowherd boy, right? But I'll tell uh, some of you may have heard, but mo- a story that most people haven't heard. It's from the Mahabharata. We heard from Swami Gyanananda, a Swiss Swami, who's been who was and he passed away a couple of years ago. Very great saint, Kriya yogi. He lived in India probably almost 60 years or something. Not that wonderful saint. But he uh, uh, he loved this story. He's the one we t- heard this story from originally. It says that 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 in and and I've looked it up and found it. So it is actually it's not just his. It's an actual text as he found in the Mahabharata, where the original uh, the ancient cow the original cow is Kamadeni. Kamadeni, thank you. She was she heard that people do tapasya. I want to do tapasya. I can do tapasya. So she stood on one hoof, one leg, with the other three legs. Difficult to one person to leg, but a cow is not easy to stand on one leg, right? For 10,000 years. Right? And then Vishnu appeared. He says, I'm very impressed with your austerity. Right? Ask a boon. He says, I didn't do it for a boon. I just did it. Right? And he says, what type of mysterious, what, what, what type of, um, of a, of a, of a, person does 10,000 years of difficult practice without any reason right this is unusual right he says no no it's my nature right he's like he's never I mean great saints demons who do tapasya yogis do tapasya saints do tapasya for various reasons for yogic powers for demonic control uh, uh, boons or for pure devotion the, uh, you know we do practice to get maybe the cow didn't need anything Right, Her, uh, and she says this is, this is bewildering. Right, he says I shall give you an unasked for boon. Right, I shall create a world above all other worlds, above my own world, of Vaikuntha. Right, above even Vaikuntha. Right, called Goloka, the the world of cows, Goloka. Right, and I myself, so I'm creating. So it's not like cows, like where Krishna lives, there's cows. Krishna created a world for cows. That's according to this verse. That's why it's an interesting little unknown. I didn't know the story until somebody told me some years ago. Right? He says, and I myself will go and take care of you there. Right? I shall, though that Govinda, Gopala, he's gone in order only to take care of the cow. And in that story also, then Lakshmi, uh, 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 she, when he saw the vish, and I shall dwell, he says, I shall go and protect you. I shall, all the gods will live in your body. It's the other boon. Within the body of a cow, you've seen posters of all the different, this is where these verses come from. Within the body of the cow, all devatas are there. I myself will live in your heart. All the de- deities, all 33 million deities will be in the body of the cow. Why it's very dangerous to kill cows, right? So the Lakshmi thing, where, 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 Lakshmi, where Vishnu goes, Lakshmi goes. So Lakshmi went to go, and, and the cow goes, wait, get away from me. 
right? It's a, it's a very unusual. Where, what does it mean? That, what do you mean? Go get away from me, right? He says, uh, 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 everyone is praying for me to come, right? Who do? Who? Everybody wants Lakshmi, health, prosperity, happiness, success, name, fame, you know, whatever the thing is. Everybody wants Lakshmi, right? You're the first. No, no, I don't want. I don't want you, right? So this is very unusual. She did, already she didn't do anything to get. She she did she did austerities, but now she won't even take uh, Lakshmi. He says, why is that? He says, your nature is fickle. Lakshmi is achala, right? She's always, chanchala, always moving. Yes, yes, always very fickle, right? My nature is steady, right? So I have no, I don't want you in my body, right? So there, there had to be some negotiation. Vishnu is, because where Vishnu is, Lakshmi will have to go, right? So the arrangement was that Lakshmi will be part of the cow, that's part of the cow, and leaving, and, and not part of the cow. Right, it's part of the cow as it leaves the cow, which means it's stool, it's milk, and it's urine. Right, the, the, these, so the things that are part of the cow as they leave the cow, that's Lakshmi. Right, and also you can see how much value is in yeah. cow dung. Cow dung brings prosperity, it brings um, um, fertility, milk brings... I mean, you can see that that's very interesting, these stories, you know. For hmm? cooking. For cooking, yeah, you know, everything is, is you know, the ghee and... Tennis courts? <laughs> I know of kitchens, but I've not heard of tennis courts. That's good. <laughs> it's mentioned, mentioned the Puranas about the tennis courts. <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, so, so the, uh, uh, this Vishnu, who here is, is Krishna, is beloved of the Brahmanas. He's a deity, that not, he's a deity, the Devaya, the Devata, the Ishta Devata of the Brahmanas. He especially is, loves the Brahmanas, because it's epic, and the cows. Right, Jagatitaya Krishnaya, right. He's the and he always does good to the entire world, right. His nature is to only do good, right. Jagatitaya and oh, he's Krishna Govinda. again again. So this is the Vishnu. What time is it now? <laughs> okay, we're okay. <clears throat> So that's the Narayana Puja, that's done. Then Shiva Puja. And the order is sometimes different. In the Ramakrishna Mission book, the order is slightly different. I've adjusted it to fit the more universal order that makes sense. Also, theologically makes sense in the way it's done. The, the Panchadevata Puja is done this way. Right. And then to Shiva Puja. And usually the Shiva Puja is done, if, if available, into a Banalingam. This, uh, this, uh, especially this form. That, there's different forms of Shiva Lingams. Some are like shafts. A bunalingam is almost like a like an oval egg, almost, but more like like the, you have this is a bunalingam, but this one's carved out of out of crystal, which is also there. And a shivalingam can be carved. The shalagram has to be found, right? You you cannot uh, um, you don't install a shalagram like that. Shivalingams can be carved, and the shape itself becomes the shivalingam, and then invoked, right? But there are, uh, but the stone, just like Shalagram from the Krishna Gandaki River in Nepal, shal, uh, the, the type of uh, Banalingam that comes from um, the Narmada in Madhya Pradesh, the Narmada River, that's considered also non-different from Shiva, no need to install, actually not even no need, forbidden, right, because it's directly Shiva. In, in the in Shiva Prana it says that every stone, not only every stone on the full from the, from the uh, um, uh, Amrakantak to to uh, to the ocean of, of the Narmada River is Shiva, right? And every all the sand, the the, the river bank is Shiva. That's what it is like, like that, 
right? Actually, and it, in the story of how Narmada came, Shiva, after drinking the poison, his his body was burning, and he went to the mountains in Madhya Pradesh and sat down in a in a swampy place, right, in the, amongst reeds, right? This big, it's a cool sitting in this cool place, trying to sitting in a swamp, in a cool in a cold environment, trying to cool down. So the story goes, right? For thousands of years, he sat there in, in burning. Holding the poison from the from the from the churning of the ocean, and it says one drop of sweat came from in the throat, right from that right, and and that drop of sweat came and fell to the ground, and became a little girl, right. He says okay, and began to play on his lap and tugged on his snake and you know, right, and so it became his daughter, right. So the uh, so like Ganga is comes from Vishnu's head, but this is, um, uh, Narmada is considered uh, uh, Shiva's daughter himself. And so as she ran down his body, right, so she became the river, and his body, he ran down his body as his body. So that, in the, mater- in, in, in the material world, that is from a spring in, 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 in Chhattisgarh, Madhya Pradesh border, running, that becomes the river Narmada, uh, she starts as a young little girl, small stream, and gets older and older and older and older and older, becomes a full-fledged woman by the time she reaches the ocean. But she runs over the body of Shiva, so every, all the sand, the whole, everything is Shiva. So any stone from there is Shiva, right? Just like in the in 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 uh, in, 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 in Skanda Purana and Padma Purana and Devi Bhagavatam mentions. How the stones, every stone at uh, 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 the uh, Kalagandaki River in Nepal are, is, is Vishnu. Right? It still mentions at a particular place, there's a village, right? Where a particular, the shala trees, we make, we make plates out of them, you know, those things you, like, the, the, uh, um, uh, it's a very common type of leaf. There's a village named after that, that word, and a, uh, there's a grove of those trees and a village named after that tree, Shala Grama. That's where the name comes from. Grama means village, a village where these trees grow. Trees from there are to be worshipped. I mean, uh, stones from there are to be gathered from the river and worshipped, right? Every stone is Shalagram, right? But it specifically mentions to collect those from that place for worship. So similarly, every stone in the Narmada is Shiva, but there's a place, uh, um, um, I'm forgetting, but it's, it's, not, it's not far from um, uh, Jharkhand, is that it? Near Jharkhand, where the, you, there used to be a family a traditional family that they you'd pay them and they'd dive into the river and go to a particular area in the river and pull up stones and those how the shalograms came now they've dammed that river and the river has risen so those there's no way without gear they can do it so actually those shalograms those narmada lingams can't be found but still other stones are being taken and carved in the shape of, of narmada lingams we have so many at the temple right that's called a banalingam right uh, and so it says, it says in the Tantra Shastra, in the uh, Mahanirvara Shastra, and other like texts like that, um, Kulanavara Tantra, sorry, Kulanavara Tantra, that Kali Puja, Devi worship, is impossible without the presence of, of, of a Banalingam. Right, you know, uh, so actually in every temple you'll find somewhere there'll be a little small Banishwar a small a small one or a big one, some Banalingam. Uh, and it says that that it's to to do Kali Puja or Devi Puja without the presence of a Banalingam 
right? I remember I mentioned the one person that is getting too sectarian. I don't like those verses. These are piranhas like to talk to these verses. They're always piranhas talking very big absolutes like this, right? And dire consequences if you do it wrong. Right? So it's one of those verses, but it's still. It shows, I, I like the verse because it shows the, the ancient importance of worshiping a Shiva Lingam, even when, in doing Kali Puja, right? With that, where Devi is worshipped, actually says where Kali, Tada, and Tupurusundri, I remember slowly, it's been many years since I've read this, on a park bench in Berkeley, I remember. <laughs> I remember where I discovered it, so it's all coming back to me. Um, uh, People's Park. Um, uh, uh, <coughs> Where, where Kali, uh, Tada, or Tripura Sundari worship, where Manalingam is not present, right? It's like pouring um, uh, ghee, uh, ghee into ash. It has no effect, right? You know, you put it like this. That's a common theme. People use that a lot. It's like that means it has no effect at all, right? I'm not sure if it has no effect, right? People worshiping Ma with great devotion. But so it shows, this ancient text shows the I like these verses because it shows the importance of it. Right, the Shiva Lingam is always worshipped. And a, a Banu Lingam, so we actually do Shiva Puja twice in the Puja. We do, we do Shiva Puja as part of the Pantaduk Puja. And then if a Banu Lingam is present, then you do it again called Banishwar Puja. There's another Shiva Puja then at the, before the main Kali Puja, where specifically ban, a banish, the Lord of the Banu Lingam is worshipped. Right? And then one of the interpretive uh, meanings of Bana or Banishwar means means it refers to the universal, right? So it's like Lord of the Universe. Like you could say one way to say Banishwar, right? By one use of the understanding of the term, but Lord of the Universe could also also mean the universal Lord, it has another quality, right? So if you have a Banalingam, you can do all pujas. You can do all pujas to Shala. You can do all pujas to a Banalingam. But he's a universal Lord, right? So you can do Guru Puja to you can you can do Guru Puja to Shivalingam. You can do Ganesh Puja to the Shivalingam, Surya Puja, Narayana Puja, Kali Puja, Ramakrishna Puja, Vivekananda, any all gods, all gods you can worship in the Shivalingam, right? But there is a there is a rule, right? If you do that, if you if you're using a, a Banalingam for the Puja, for the universal Puja, you also have to worship Banishwar. That's why we don't just worship Shivalingam. Later we'll actually we have to in, 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 include the mantras for Banishwar Shiva, which we'll get we are, maybe not get to tonight, but, but we can get to them. So this is a very the, the month that what time is it now? We're doing it. Okay, fine. I can I can I can do this. <laughs> Took me an hour and fifteen minutes to talk about Vishnu. I, I'll, I'll do Shiva in fifteen minutes, no problem. Um, so holding Shiva the flower in Dhyan Mudra in 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 um, in a Kurma Mudra, worshiping visualizing beautiful Shiva. Dhyaya Nitya Maheshwam Ratatagiri Nibham Charichandravattam Sam. We meditate eternally on Maheshwara. Dhyaya Nityam, all the time on Maheshwara. Nityam means eternally, all the time, without ceasing. It also means daily. So it has both things. You can think, oh, we're always, we should always meditate upon Shiva. Or it means daily, part of our sadhana, part of our puja, we should meditate thus. We should always think of God. But you don't always have to think specifically this Dhyan Mantra. This is done as a, as a mental discipline, as I mentioned, like the tattoo, to image this image in the mind. Uh, uh, um, Often this mantra doesn't give, but some of these mantras give what they call a pulse duty. One who meditates thus has this benefit, right? This one doesn't, but it's a bit. Uh, uh, but so it's like it's, it has a. It's a reason we we're doing it for a reason, right? We may not know the reason, but there's, sometimes the reason is told. Hmm? That's usually a good reason. <laughs> Minimally to invoke Shiva, and so you know we all know. I don't have to share, uh, what Shiva. We we know the form of Shiva that's common. Right, he has one head usually, right? 
right? Sometimes and he has uh, two to four arms usually, and what he holds like this. This is different. This this rupa is different. This is the rupa that said in different yugas is different primary deity forms. This form is this is the the deity of Kali Yuga. Right, it's not always one that we worship and visualizing in the rupa and the, the lila like that, but this is a form. In like in Usha's office, there's a Kashmiri de- uh, form of Shiva, right? She has a, a um, that they said this is the the uh, uh, Shiva in Sattva Yuga, right? There, it's very, it's a different the the the, the, the what he holds are different, how he's dressed is differently, the amount of heads is differently, is different. So we should daily, all the time, without break, meditate upon Maheshwara, the Great Lord. Radhagiri Nibham, who is um, um, Charut, and who, 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 whose body is like a silver, a mountain of silver, a silver mountain. Right. That's beautiful. Right. And then adorned with a crescent moon, whose body shines with precious gems, who has four, who with his four arms shows, holds an axe, and the gestures of knowledge, fearlessness, and blessings. Right. So actually, uh, uh, Parashu, axe. Mriga Vara Bitti Hastam. So Mriga, it's interesting, this, this is Mriga, he has his fingers like this. This could be, this means, yeah, so, so this secondary meaning, this is a, this is a, 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 a sprint of knowledge. But actually it's not, it's, it's, it's you can see it's a symbol of a deer. <laughs> but actually sometimes you actually see him, sometime in this mudra, sometimes you see him holding a deer. Maybe you've seen paintings like that, or sometimes he holds the deer, or sometimes you know, in his hand, sometimes he holds like that, and he holds the deer, right? And the deer is like in, in half jump in some very ancient paintings like this, you know? And why? Because a deer, deer is a very good symbol. Deer is a symbol of a very fickle, you know, that you've seen, you know, they're 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 very um, they're they're hmm? they're very watchful, but they're they're very um skittish. They're very they dart, right? They don't stay in one place. It's, you can't you know. They're very gentle, very magical. You know, we have that if you ever see a deer in, in, in the canyon like that. But one move and they run, right? The fact that he holds it means, so the deer becomes a symbol of the mind, right? This is the, I'm not making up the symbol, this is traditional symbolism given by yogis, right? And so by holding, by holding the deer, he holds the mind still. So, so it's a sign of meditation, right? So either he himself holds the mind still, he's, he's, he's always seen meditating, that's the most common form of Shiva, right? Shiva meditating. Right, so it means his his mind's perfectly still. But things he holds, these are the things he grants. He like he grants fearlessness and blessings. He grants the ability to still the mind, right? To mudra. Actually, even mudra can be used to still the mind. This is a, a mind stilling mudra, right? Then there's all kinds of other things. There's all kinds of mudra that are based upon this mudra, right? Does he wear deer? Not here, but um, yeah, sometimes he wears a deer or he wears a tiger skin. And there's stories of how he got the tiger skin. But actually holding a, a deer skin is, uh, deer is also something, is that, that uh, um, things that are obstacles for, for us, right, he wears or he sits upon, right? For us, a deer, our mind is like anything, but he you know, has skinned it, sits down and sits on it, right? It's completely, you know, you know uh, uh. also in the story in the, in the Danica Forest where uh, a, a ti- uh, the the sages threw, ti- invoked a tiger, a vicious tiger, and threw it at him. 
He immediately skinned it and put it around his waist and tied it. Mm. Then they and then they threw an elephant at him and he skinned the elephant and used an upper claw. Mm. Then they, they they pulled out from the fire all these poisonous snakes and threw it at him. Mm. And he tied him as a Brahmin thread. <laughs> they says there because they were criticizing him. What type of he's naked? He's like, oh, you want me to dress? <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep 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 these things coming. You know, all the things they threw at him, he wore. Right? It means he had full control over them. Yeah. We're fearful of these things. He has full control over them by wearing or sitting. These are very classic symbols of full absolute dominance and control. Right. Um, whose body shines like fine dim, who has his forearm, okay. Padma signam samasistamarama agnina. He is serene, seated in the lotus, in, in Padmasana, in the lotus posture, or sitting upon a lotus. Padmasana means sitting in the posture of a lotus, or sitting on a seat of a lotus. Both of those meanings there. Also refers to the heart lotus. Right? Glorified in all sides. Suttam amaraganir, sung by all the immortals. Right, uh, 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 what is it? Um, he's sung uh, uh, by uh, uh, by the by the immortal beings, by the gods and goddesses and the rishis. The immortal beings are singing his glories. Vishvadyam um, Vishvabijam. I like this. I like the alliteration also. Bhagavatim Vasanam Vasanam Vishvadam Vishvabijam. he wears a uh, um, tiger skin. He is the origin of Vishvadyam Vishvabijam. Vishva Adya. He is the source of the of the of the of the universe. Vishva Adya. Right? He is the origin the originator, the source, the primordial uh, cause or source or I don't know, I keep saying the same word. I don't know. I'm looking for another word, but it may come to me. And then Vishvabijam, he is a seed of the universe. Right? He is the one who gives a seed. So We've mentioned before in, in the Bhagavatam, there's a beautiful, I think it's a very, I think about it all the time, trying to comprehend how this world is nothing but God. This Jagat, uh, uh, Sarvam Vishnu Mayam Jagat, right? The, the, the text gives so many, the sages give so many examples to meditate upon it. One of them in the Bhagavatam, in the beginning of the Bhagavatam, it says that, I've quoted many times, Lord Brahma, when he comes, he searches, he sits on, he sees nothing. The whole universe exists, it's, it's pretty much only a lotus and a stalk at that in the beginning. There's no other, there's not a very developed universe. Now we, our problem is our universe is much more complicated, right? But at that time there was only a lotus. He says, where is the source of this lotus? And he goes looking for the source of this lotus, right? And of course, the source of the lotus is Vishnu himself, right? But in, in, in this version of the story, he doesn't find the source. He's looking for the seed, the bijam. The seed of the of the lotus of, of, that he sits on, or in the Bible it says this world lotus, right? Where is the seed of it? Where is the where, where is the cause? Where is God? We see a world. We, there has to be a creator. The creation of the creator. That type of idea. Where is it? And we look and we don't see it, right? He looked and didn't see it, right? And so we've used this again. We've told this a lot. Because to me, it's a very powerful thing. That if you look for like one of these, like this plant, this plant we know theoretically, if there's a plant, it probably came, most likely came from a seed. Most plants come from seeds, right? There's other sources, but like that. So let's find the seed. The cause of the plant is a seed. Let's find the seed, right? And you, t- you dig it, you, you can pull it, you can plant out, you can look at the root and look, and there's no seed, right? Because the, the seed has become the plant, right? So every aspect of the plant, you want to find the seed, at the, look at the plant, that's the seed. Right, so it's that. So this, he's the, he's the, the the source of the universe. He's the seed. You want to find out the the maker of the universe. You have to see it in the in in 
in the maid. You have to see it in the in the in the, in the universe itself, the moving universe. He is the seed giving. He's a Vishva Adya, Vishva Bijam, Nikila Bhaya Haram. Right, Nikila Bhaya Haram, and he destroys all fear. That's a very important Abhaya Haram. He destroys Bhaya, Bhaya Haram. Then Panchavatram Tinitam, he has five faces and three eyes. And we've talked in the past on on we've given uh, on the five faces of Shiva. These represent partially. I mean, they're given. There's Vedic mantras describing the five faces and the different categories of scriptural knowledge that each face reveals. But they also represent the five powers of Vishuddha, with uh, 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 creation, sustenance, destruction. Veiling and revealing. Veiling is. Hmm? There's uh, anugra- uh, Anyways, I'm. Yes, yeah, so anugrah revealing grace, that reveals and basically creation, sustenance, and destruction, Maya that covers us and grace that reveals the truth. These are the five power. When we say ish, when we say Bhagavan, Bhagavan has six qualities. Ishwara. It comes to that, but Ishwara means specifically given a definition. Ishwara is one who has these five powers. Right, these are represented by his five faces also, three eyes. We won't go, we, I mean, we, we can go into the three eyes and eat a pingling, but we'll go in, we, we've already talked about those things. Every time there, every time a deity with three eyes is mentioned, we don't have to go in, again into these, but... but um, five, five. five minutes, that's your five minutes. Oh, oh you've got... <laughs> now I have... <laughs> I, feel, I don't have to be offended or to be honored by, 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 by this, a time limit that's been given. Until 6.30. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, so this form of Shiva actually, it's interesting that you. Re- I've never. I can't say I never. We recite this every day, Nitya, and we do it every every day. Right? Daily, we we recite, we meditate upon Shiva and this was this mantra. Um, uh, but I've never seen a painting of this of this Shiva, right? Except at in Allahabad, at in the in the the main. I don't know about now because they've. Redesigned the temple, the the uh, the Ramakrishna Mission Ashram in Allahabad, in the old shrine before they redid the shrine. Uh, uh, they had, they used to have pictures of Sri Ramakrishna holding the Swamiji, Swami Vigyananda, the founder. And on the back wall, over the on the back wall, they had a, 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 a picture of Shiva, and he had he was exactly described like this. Right, I should have taken a picture because because then you then I would have had it. Maybe maybe I maybe I actually have a picture. Maybe we took a picture. Right, thinking, oh, I, but then I forgot I had the picture, you know. But he, but he was bearded. Shiva had a beard in, in in this image, but he had five faces, holding the deer, exactly described. Uh, 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 very, very nice. We meditate upon Shiva. We meditate on this, but we've never seen a painting of it. In Tatpun in the and then if you worship in the Shiva Lingam, then the Shiva Lingam is bathed. And Shiva's his primary worship is bathing. Um, it says the the Shiva is most uh, pleased if his, if the Lingam is bathed. And there is many mantras that can be used for bathing a shibalingam. Um, the most auspicious is the rudram, called rudrabhishek. But for daily puja, we're not doing rudrabhishek. Uh, um, so the essence of the, um, of course, in within the rudra, uh, uh, which is a very elaborate and difficult to pronounce and difficult to learn, but very powerful uh, hymn, there is five little syllables. In, in the in within hidden within the namakam it says nama shivaya mm. right that's where that mantra first comes 
Namashivaya first finds itself in, in there, right? So that mantra has been pulled, is that's considered the bija of the full rudram, right? This is why we chant we each eye from Om Namashivaya. We add Om, make it a six syllable, but it's actually a five syllable mantra, Namashivaya. It was in a long list of namas. It's the Nama Shivaya, that's where, it, for, that's where it comes from. But there's another important mantra, that's the Mahamrita Njaya mantra. Everybody here probably knows it. Rambakam Nyajamahe Sugandim Pushti Vardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanan Brityor Mukshiya Maamritat. This is also from the first section of the, of the Rudram. And of course, the meaning of it is very beautiful. It's like we worship that fragrant Lord who nourishes all beings and grants health and 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 um, um, uh, 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 and who and who and who frees us from the bondage of death. Mrityor mukshya, right? Mrityor mukshya mamrita, who frees us from death, right? Uh, uh, uh. So that's obviously in a long list. You've looked for a month. This says it grants health and frees us from death. And it describes it just like um um just like a uh, actually we usually translate it poetically as a fruit falls from the tree. Mm-hmm. It actually means a, how a cucumber is separate from its it's very specific. It's not very poetic, so in English very often you translate it differently. Right? It means a cucumber. Right. And I have explained that of course the way you cut a cucumber is interesting. I was that same time he told me about the cow dying on one leg. Right. They gave me a big lesson. We were there one time. I, 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 okay. <laughs> We will have to talk Muhammadan Jai Mantra next week because I've gotten the, uh, the, the uh, what is it, the, uh, uh, <laughs> the cane has come. <laughs> but anyways, this is actually very, actually it's good because I don't have, we need more than a minute to talk Muhammadan Jai Mantra. It's a very significant mantra. Your whole class is on Muhammadan Jai Mantra. It's such a beautiful mantra. And the city of this mantra and the benefits of this mantra and the tradition of this mantra. And how it comes down to us and how it comes, why it's been used in puja. So maybe that, we'll start next week on that and we'll, we'll continue any questions comments challenges disagreements completely change topics well, in our hills here, in this yeah coastal, there's wild cucumbers there now yes 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 you see i mean when you cut the cucumber it's believed in india that there's there's some if you ever peel cucumber, there's a little bit of a sticky, weird thing, right? And it's considered poison. It's actually bitter. Mostly, we, we, I, we've never, we just cut cucumbers in all my life. We've been eating cucumbers without even thinking about it. Even in, even in zucchini, it's there. But in cucumbers, you feel it. It's like a milky thing. So the, what I was trained by, this person, you cut the kid, and then you take the head of the cucumber and you rub it like this. You've probably seen this in India. And taste it, and it's bitter then you yep. throw it yeah but you like that so that that foam comes if it's bitter it means that that's like but also that foam will draw the bitterness out right there's a poison you being pulled out then. you chop and you rub it i never do that I mean, once in a while i forget to, i mean i sometimes just out of kind of cool you do it people look at what you're doing with it, you know, <laughs> feeling really special that i know this secret like that but there's a thing about even this how cucumber is separated in a way that the poison is drawn out because you want no rebirth liberated not just from death from 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 the world of death right so the very thing that causes birth has to be removed and so it's a way that the anyway we go i just said i wasn't going to talk about it but now i'm talking about it <laughs> i have no self-discipline please excuse me Hariyom tatsat let's go worship ma Hariyom tatsat